Yeah, the fountain of my old saggy butthole. Intellectuals. Intersexuals. This way, please. To my butthole. This is weird to think about. Fuck! Calculate this! Let me chuck my dick in. What? I'm my name's Tudor! <laughs> hey, dabblers. Welcome to the times of the people. Yeah, people time. All of them. We're doing all the people. And Yeah. Eventually. All the good ones. Yeah, the ones that are interesting, influential, infamous. All, yes. All the I words. Ingenious. Yep. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Some of them are icky. Icky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inuits. Um, icy. I think you're just saying words with eyes. Ice cream. <laughs> all those people. Are, we're going to time it. We're, we're gonna, our name makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you found our... Um, if you found our podcast just by browsing and you're like, people time. What? Good job for just clicking on it because... Thanks. Yeah. We're having a good time. Hopefully you were, you saw a name of a famous person. You're like, oh, there's a podcast about this. And then we did it. And then you're like, wow, they're weird and gross. But I learned something. Yeah. Uh, Hella. That's the plan. And if you got some thoughts, we got a Gmail. Yeah. Oh, people time podcast at gmail.com. Blah. Fuck! Send us anything. Yeah. All your thoughts. Comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't care. We're there. We're on the platforms. All of them. And uh, if you want to pull aside a uh, a fellow member of your church and say, Hey, I know you give your money every month to this organization. Maybe. Just don't. Just don't do that. And then say... I've been listening to this podcast. And then throw us in there. Yeah. Let's make some heretics. Let's make some fans. Tell your friends how fucking smart you become because listening to this, and they too can become smart. But don't worry. You got you to gotta head start on it. You got to jump start. So you're already going to be smarter. So Yeah. You're smarter. You get a sense of superiority. Your head gets big. It's awesome. You become an actually you person. Tell, yeah. You tell people like, well, actually. Actually. Can you uh, hand me that beer? Actually, you have to beer me that beer. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of people we're talking about here. <laughs> well, that's me anyway. Well, what's your name? My name is the Demon Zaza Pachulia. Demon Zaza Pachulia. Yeah. What's that? An ancient evil force that uh, fouls a lot and has no three-point game. <laughs> Some sort of mixture of... Someone that's in soccer <laughs> and an ancient god. He's a basketball player. Football. And ba- he's, he's an asshole. Which one's basketball again? Is that the one where they? Is that where they wear knee pads and stuff? And they like rollerblade through the. Yes. Through the courses. Mm-hmm. With yeah. And they have to throw the ball into a, like a pit, or they get murdered. Oh. Yeah, it's also called murder ball. Murderball. Yeah. Nice. Which is why I am a big fan of it. Murderball. Murderball. That sound nice. Yeah, that's the sport. Poopball? Poopball. Come on, they... who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. Should have known. Yeah, that's what Zaza Pachulia plays. He's also a demon of just maliciousness. 
Nice. That he was summoned and then traded. And then traded again because he's not that good. Hmm. Nice. Yep. That, well, that's me anyway. That, that happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, Dr. Yanitor. Yanator. Mm-hmm. Dr. Yanator. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've got a fun fact for you. I'm so fucking ready. My body is prepared. Jesus. Uh. I did not know this, so I thought it was. Well, that's pretty interesting. So, did you know that Superman originally couldn't fly? What? Yeah, he couldn't fly. Matter of fact... He's like just laser eyes and... He could jump a wonderfully specific height of one-eighth of a mile. So he could leap over, you know, he could bound over buildings. I guess that's what they say, right? He can... They don't say fly over a building. They say he can... So they say bound, he can bound over yeah. a building. So he's supposed to be really fast, and he can jump really high. But apparently, when they started to do animations, they didn't want to have to draw him squatting and jumping every time, bending the knees. Apparently that was just a lot of work well, in animation. Also lamer. So it just became easier to be like, he flies. That's he's going to so, fly now. And it's so funny that whoever created him was like, I need something badass, he can jump. I know, right? <laughs> I know. And then because of... You know, uh, probably financial reasons. They're like, can you just make him fly? He's like, oh shit, I should have thought of that. That's way cooler. Yeah, um, do that. No, that's actually what I meant. I meant uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, you guys, you were interpreting it because yeah. I thought of that already. Kind of Superman, and they were like, we took off the kind of. Yeah. So he's just Superman now. No, I know. I meant that too. It sounds pretty ridiculous. That he just jumped over buildings, especially because I think In he was so fast. Leap. So I think he could just run around the building faster than maybe that too. What is that talent? I think it's just to jump over the riders weren't may, maybe the greatest. He's kind of Superman. <laughs> and we fixed it. Oh. Well, the original Batman was half bat. They were like that's creepy. That's not true. No, it's not. No. I just say things. <laughs> yeah. I lie a lot for an educational podcast. I know. I have to make sure to check. To I have to make sure the listeners know when you lie. Sometimes, yeah. Luckily for for my sake, I well, I think sometimes it's obvious, but maybe some listeners may not know. I'm trying to make it more obvious with time. But I also uh, watch your facial expressions in case I don't know, and it's sometimes it's funny because you'll start to get not every time. You straight face it pretty well, but sometimes you'll start getting a little smirk, and I'm like, you fucking liar. You goddamn liar. I just like to fuck with people. <laughs> I know, but we're, we're educating people, but it's also it's also pretty damn funny. Trying to get you, dear dabbler, to snicker at work. That's the goal, or yeah. in traffic. Or in traffic by yourself. Whatever. Or jerking off in the closet. Wait. <laughs> You're trying to get them to jerk off in the closet? If they listen to us while jerking off, like, in the closet. Oh, then they might snicker. Yeah. Or, like, uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. It's actually weird. Snicker almost kind of sounds like it should be kind of a euphemism for jerking off. It should. It should. Are you in the closet snickering? Don't snicker yourself, Billy. Yeah. You'll go blind. <laughs> or, you know, eventually your snickering will get to the point where you're going to want to choke yourself and then you're going to have to Anthony Bourdain yourself. Ooh. be bad news. Wow. Yeah. That's what I think happened. Mm. No way that guy opted out of his fucking kick-ass life. 
Like it was an accident. Hmm. This is just me talking out loud. Mm-hmm. Hope people are snickering. <laughs> <laughs> which which one? The one where we just defined ourselves, or the other one? Everybody. Both. I hope you're snickering in the car, surrounded by people going to work, or surrounded by your coworkers. Yeah. Let's just snicker all day. Dabble and snicker. What? Who are we learning about today? Ada Lovelace. Who the fuck is Ada Lovelace? I haven't. I literally, literally have not heard who that is. I don't know who that is. Just some chick. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to read the Wikipedia page to you. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what she's known for or anything. Uh, Time frame? Nothing. She's attributed to being the first computer programmer. Ooh. Kind of. I mean, that's that's what she's attributed with, but the truth is more like, kind of. Kind of like Superman. She's kind of super. She can kind of fly. She can kind of jump really high, but there's this one specific rock, and it just makes her do nothing. Weird. Yeah, it's a really dumb idea. Yeah. Superman sucks. I don't like... Um... Ada Lovelace sucks. Let's just talk about <laughs> aliens and metal music. No. We're not? No. Oh. Aliens and you. Aliens are coming. I'm just trying to get that out there. Don't listen to this part. They're coming. (laughs) Also, they're trickster demons. So keep your wits about you. Don't trust the greys. Don't trust their... Well, they're automatons. Don't trust their their supervisors. Oh. The the taller ones. So Ada Lovelace. Yeah, what time frame was she born? 1815. What? No, that's not right. Yeah. 1815? 1815. And I was going to say, because we, we recently did uh, Walty Whitman's. She's only three years older than him, so they are How How is this about computer programming? I'm already like intrigued. What? It's pretty wild. I think of computer programming, I'm like, okay, sometime in the 60s maybe? Yeah, you'd think like Alan, Alan Turing type of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but no. Way back. I mean, I guess there was, like, really basic forms of um, programming or computing in, like, even the 20s. I could probably go back that far, but I can't go any further back. I'm, I'm ready. I'm strapped in. Strap on. Fuck! Whoa. I'm sorry. I'll calm down. No, I think you, you're at the appropriate level of excitement, I think. Oh, okay. I think so. 1815? Not 1915. 1815. Let me check my notes. 1615. Ah! Eight, 815 and like a little picture of a dick I drew. This is nice. What? The little picture of a dick you drew. (laughs) But also, what? see, when I'm presenting, it's difficult for me to uh, be able to maintain my teaching and remembering what I'm, you know, what part I'm at and to make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. And keep the jokes going. But when it's not me, you can just yell. Oh, this is nice. That's what I do. Yeah, it's good. I just yell shit. Oh, this is nice. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. Maybe throw in some accents and just be self-deprecating. da ba dee da That was an accent that, or self-deprecating. That's that, just that, nonsense. I'm so sorry. That works, too. I'm, I've, I think that's your sense, though. That's I've got fine. a little... da ba dee da Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Ada, what's interesting is she kind of is just, uh, you know, she flipped the script on a lot of shit, and there's a lot of unmet things in her story unfinished potential yeah it's kind of a bummer well i don't know about you but i've learned 
But if I'm trying to do, a, you know, an interesting lady, yeah, especially the further I go back, it seems the harder it is to get information, probably because women were treated awfully, I mean, more awfully than they are now. Yeah. And they didn't get accredited for a lot of the stuff they did. Nope. And when we finally do start to, not all the information's super great because of the fact that they... But yeah, I think um, women were not historically treated as equals, and so often their contributions are just ignored. Yeah, or yeah. stolen, and somebody else claims them. Well, in fact, unfortunately, Ada is linked to a man for his contributions to science as well, Charles Babbage. So there's no Ada without Charles. But I don't think there's... No, there, there would be a Charles without Ada, but not as a... Effectively. Okay. So let's let's do the thing. Let's get into it. December tenth, eighteen fifteen. Her name is Augusta Ada Byron. Augusta is how she's born. Yeah, uh, she's named Augusta. They call her Ada. Yeah, it's simpler. It's cute, Ada. She, yeah, there's no reason why they call her by her middle name. But she probably just prefers it. But she is born from Lord Byron, who is like the Lord Byron. If you're familiar with 19th century romantic poetry. I'm not. All right. And Anne Isabella Milbank. And um, Anne goes by Annabella. She mixes her first and mill names together. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. Well, Lord Byron, if you're unfamiliar, is actually pretty famous. Uh, if you get into romantic poetry, which is a poetry movement in uh, England, you got John Keats. And uh, Shelley. That's the one that wrote, wrote um, Hit Me Baby One More Time? He did. He, write, he wrote uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time, mm -hmm. Slut in the Elevator, um, Jiz Me, Jiz Me, Jiz Me. Prison Sex. And Ode to a Gratian Urn. Okay. Yeah. Um, Keats is often like the romantic poet. Kind of like how Kurt Cobain is the grunge guy. Sure, okay. But Lord Byron is more the, uh, I don't know, he's, he's, he was more famous at his time, and he's, he's I don't know, he's, he's very well known now as well, if you're into that shit. Okay. He was also a, you know, hippie, slut, bisexual, drunk. He was? Yeah, and a, and a pretty big celebrity. And this well is her father, time. right? Yeah. Nice. His mom, or her mom, Ada's mom, uh, Annabella, is... Not any of that. She's very rigid, very intelligent, very religious. Weird. She was the Baroness of Wentworth. So she's got this high standing, and he's a lord, so they are they are that lower level aristocracy over in England. Okay. And, um, well, Lord Byron left when Ada was five, mo five months old and never saw her again. He was actually, he left England and was not welcomed back because of his um, behavior. <laughs> he was not gay, but... Oh. So he, I, he did sleep with many, many women as well. He was very aggressively bisexual. I don't even think bisexual hits it. He just fucked everything. Sure. And he also had a lot of debts, so he was not welcomed back to England. Okay. And he died when Ada was eight. He was in the Greek War of Independence and, uh, I guess, did so well, they built him a statue. So there's a statue of him in Athens. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. 
Weird. Um, Annabella was very, very precocious at a young age and was educated beyond what ladies normally would just because of her high level of intelligence. And she was very well educated in math and philosophy. So they were an odd couple. Opposites attract kind of thing. The odd couple. Yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't find why. One's kind of crazy and gets around. The other one sits at home and studies. Boo-doo. <laughs> they had a brief sitcom in yeah. England, and the humor was very dry. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> you, you would watch that shit. Yeah. And I would not. Well, I'd tell you about it until, you know. You would. I would tell you about it and watch your eyes glaze over and then keep telling you about it. And then, like two hours later, I'm like, "All right, I'll let you go now." I just want to, just want to watch Taxi. But they, uh, the speculation is that Byron, uh, maybe he thought that her strictness would clean up his life, and then she had the uh, that unfortunate disease of "I'll fix him." Mm-hmm. Unknown. They fought a lot and and divorced pretty quickly. Uh, they they were married in 1815, which was the same year that Ada was born, because they were only they were married less than a year, and uh, she actually finds out that Lord Byron was fucking his half sister. His half sister? Yeah, same mom. Is he from the south? Of- or same dad? Sorry. Ugh. Nah, he, that's just Byron. He just fucks everybody. Oh. And uh, she, well, so he used to call her the Princess of Parallelograms. His wife or his sister? <laughs> his wife. Okay. And she called him uh, Skeevy Lord Fuckface, <laughs> which is another one of my lies. Yeah. But they, yeah, they divorced pretty quickly. And so that kind of uh, shapes a lot of Ada's, um, I don't know, the way she sees the world. Because she's raised by her very strict mom. Mm-hmm. And she has this banana pants dad that she's not allowed to interact with because he's dead by the time she's eight. But uh, Banana pants. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He is banana pants, um, like that uh, that song, Harry Belafonte. Up all night and a drink of rum. Daylight come and me mm-hmm. won't mm-hmm. go home. That Byron wrote that. That's one of his famous romantic poet poems. Nice. Yeah. Count de <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Black tarantula. <laughs> Daylight come and me one go home. That's a fucking great song. It's awesome. My dad used to have his CD. Really? Mm-hmm. I always figured that was just on Beetlejuice. On the Beetlejuice soundtrack. Oh, my dad had it. He had hey. a lot of weird shit. Hey, man, it's on my Spotify. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a fucking great song. Well, right uh, foot, right foot, munch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Um, Well, in their estate... There was a picture of Lord Byron that uh, her mother covered with a curtain to forbid Ada from ever looking at it. Why didn't just just get rid of it? What? It's felt, well, I don't know why she didn't just get rid of it. But maybe, it was, maybe it was too hard. She still wanted it there. Could be. Yeah. I mean, your ex-husband was like a celebrity. Yeah. And you're like, I just want to make sure people don't forget that. But also. Don't look at it. Don't look. I don't want my daughter to have the influence of this weirdo. Because that's a lot of how Ada was shaped, was your dad is a drunk poet and a jerk-off. Mm-hmm. You, like me, are precocious, so we're going to... We're dis- smart stuff. 
yeah, we're going to distance you from... She even called it uh, his violent poetic insanity. Wow. So she's like, no, you're going to do the school stuff, math, science, logic. Uh, however, that is irregular still for girls, but I'm going to pay for it, and we're going to make you a clone of me, essentially, is what her mom wanted to do. Oh, if her mom's cool. No, nah, her mom was crazy. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> she was like <laughs> a, a hypochondriac. Was she really? Yeah. Bummer. Well, well her, up- her upbringing was very, very strict, and she was raised really by servants. Her mom was big into the uh, uh, punishments. Made her sit. Like lashings and shit? Lashings. Uh, locking her in a pantry when she talked back or got sassy. Uh, keeping her so busy with homework and studying that she didn't have a social life. Jesus. Her mom would make her lay still for absurd periods of time to teach her the technique of self-control. Well, that's fucking weird. She just sounds like a huge bummer. Yeah. She had no formal schooling. She just had hired tutors. A uh, bunch of some semi-famous people, some very smart people. The most famous one is Mary Somerville, who's just like another lady scientist at the time, who's one of her early tutors. Okay. But Ada is reported as a ravenous reader and studier. And she... Sounds like she didn't have a choice. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just... Had to do that. Are you reading? If you're not reading, you better be laying down and not moving. <laughs> I'm reading. All right. I don't believe I'm going to lock her in the closet again. Yeah. At least the pantry's got food, right? <laughs> That's true. She could just m- sit in there and munch, munch. on shit. And on the days where she wants to do that, she just upset her, make her mom upset. And then mom. Like, this is the best. You're a bitch. <laughs> in what? the pantry. Sweet. Perfect. I mean, no. Oh, gosh. I'm not going to eat biscuits all day. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, she studied uh, algebra, you know, music, literature, history, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, lived a very secluded life with her cat, Mrs. Puff. Is that really true? Yeah. Mrs. Puff? Mrs. Puff was the cat's name. Cute. Very cute. And her mom was gone a lot because she's nuts and rich. And so she travels around uh, looking for cures for her hypochondriac shit. Hmm. She tried to, like, find curing pools and, like, secret spices and shit. Right. Snake oils and stuff. Eccentric rich, rich people. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Gotta find the fountain of whatever. Yeah, the fountain of my old saggy butthole. Yeah. Which... I found. It's in Idaho. Uh, Idaho? Yeah. I would not have guessed there. That's a good place to hide it, I guess. You don't see it coming. Yeah. You just dip your ass in there and you feel a lot better. It's all nice and tight and perky. It's all perky. Keeps my career going. What, my What's your career? Podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, even against uh, all of her mother's desires curiosity wins out both because you know her dad's a poet and she's a kid so in 1828 she wrote a little cute guide called flyology which is uh she was studying bird flight and she wanted to create a mechanical bird whoa it's kind of like uh she wanted to design essentially a pegasus because it was sort of looked the way she drew it kind of looked like a horse with wings okay but I mean, it obviously never would have worked. It was steam engine powered. <laughs> and it has this huge, ridiculous contraption with these huge wings. Was it like life size? It was, well, she never made it. 
But yeah, that was her design. Yeah, it was it was big enough for a person to sit on it. So yeah, it's like sitting on a Pegasus, of made of metal. Well, I mean, the Wright brothers are still not like hundred years almost. So they're a ways away. Yeah. yeah, she didn't get the glide technology as much as the wing flapping. She's like, this is just gonna be badass. Dude, it'd be so fucking cool. Give it a horn. Make it a. I could fly away from here to my own pantry in the sky. <laughs> Well, she wrote her mom a letter about it. She said, I've, I've got a scheme to make a thing in the form of a horse with a steam engine on the inside so contrived as to move an immense pair of wings fixed on the outside of the horse in such a manner as to carry it up into the air while a person sits on its back. And what did her mom say? She reprimanded her. <laughs> she's like, you idiot, I'm going to. Yeah, she's like, this is not studying math this is you being creative she's like but it's math i need to be able to work out all the it's both mom yeah that's the theme of my life yeah podcast over oh nice so really cool to have a flying pegasus that didn't work out well they built one in the 90s uh it killed several people (laughs) it did not fly it just ran into a wall (laughs) just (laughs) the wings fell off it just Ran into an orange Julius. <laughs> Everything lit on fire. Yeah. What is not often spoke about, orange Julius, very flammable. Oh, I did not. Yeah, I would not have guessed. The whole mall burned down. It was a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, recommend us to your parents. and uh, All right. So, yeah, her mom did reprimand her. But she was just like, you're just like your dad. She's just being creative, and that's not the impulse she wants to feed. So in 1829, she contracts the measles, or maybe polio. Oh, shit. Nobody knows what she had. Where's Jonas Salk? He's not even born yet. No, he's still like in a pool of (laughs) of RNA, and he's just bubbling up. Getting ready to make his move. I'm going to find you, polio. Um, and she started to suffer from chronic headaches. This is just kind of a thing. She's just sick all the time. Like on and off and a lot. She's just sick that a sucks. Lot. Yeah. Just one of those sickly kids. <laughs> just one of those ones where like when you're at the store and you look at him, you're like, don't come over this way, please. You don't. look like you're going to give me something. Don't cough on You me. don't wipe, do you? I can tell. You can I can smell it. I can smell it from here. <laughs> I know you don't wipe. <laughs> I know you don't. And you're like, that kid's not making it very far. Oh, and then you look at their parents like, yeah, that makes sense actually, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's got food stamps written all over it. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. Hello. Yikes. I got no problem with that. Just wash your kid's ass. When they're all sickly and gangly and weird looking. You are saying some things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I say whatever I want. Well, by 1831, (laughs) um, after her illness... Uh, so it's been two years that she's been on and off bedridden and getting over this. Sure. Which is why they think it's polio, because her legs were fucked up, and she walked with a cane. She attended officially court. Uh, well, how old is she again? Well, let's see. It's 1831, and she was born in 1815. 15, so she's about 16 years old. Yo. And which is actually like the normal time that a... Child needs a cane? That's weird. Well, back then... Because <laughs> you might not make it to 18. you have polio, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're 16. Time for your cane. Wow, this is like, wait, you're I'm past up. midlife. And... Oh, yeah, you're not making it much further. No. <laughs> you're uh, all pale and weird looking. 
We don't, we don't believe in vegetables up here. <laughs> Sorry, what you were saying, this is about the time frame. Uh, that traditionally people of that royal status, which they're not royal royal, but they are... Yeah, a little bit higher yeah, end. Her mom is a baroness, her dad's a lord. So she goes to court, where you meet the king, and you intermix with other royals of, of your level, and, sure, you know, start looking for, I must become a wife now. You. Yeah. And she's reported as very witty and charming and, and pretty, and everybody loved her. That's cool. Do we have pictures of what she looks like? Yeah. Nice. We do. Um, she's, um, she actually kind of looks, she looks like a nerd. Nice. Yeah, she's got like a nerdy looking face. <laughs> Good. I don't know if that's a stereotype, but when I saw it, I was like, yeah, you look like a nerd. <laughs> You'd be into... I know, I have to go look now. You would, you, if you look at it... You're first going to go, yeah, if you were around right now, you'd be a Doctor Who fan. Well, our viewers will be able to see it because it's going to be on the uh, picture that yeah. of the episode, but yeah. Just look at the cover of the podcast, and then, and then is that Do you agree? Like Nerdy or no? Is that the, the kid who knows every franchise by Joss Whedon? <laughs> every one of them, and she can quote them all? Is there a lot? I only know the one or two. There's a bunch, I think. He did Buffy, right? Yeah. And then he did some other... He did Angel and, and uh, Firefly. Firefly's the other one I was thinking of. And, and I think of some movies. I don't know. <laughs> We're not that nerdy, apparently. We're not shit. We don't have that nerdy of a face. No. No. No, we're, we, we both have beards, so we're... We're separated from that. Oh, yeah, but I, I'm gonna get thrown into the hipster side. Yeah, we didn't get the hipster side. Well, you get the hipster, I get the redneck. And it's weird. I don't think... See, you say redneck, and I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. Mm. And you don't say rednecky things like, my sister's pretty. <laughs> I did talk shit on welfare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Maybe fuck. they should pull themselves up on their bootstraps. Oh, That's what I'm Jesus saying. Jesus, God. Like my sister did. After I fucked her. She pulled up my bootstraps. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sister. <laughs> Sister mother. My sister mother's so nerdy looking. <laughs> I just put on Angel and... Give it give it to her. Just give it to her. Get her done. <laughs> now I'm saying. Now I'm saying. Gotta get it done. Get her done. Get her done. Well, get me done. I don't care what happens. To her. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking no, hate Larry the Cable Guy. I'm the man of the house. I fucking hate him and Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, well. Here's yeah. your sign. Yeah. Jesus, fuck. Get off of that horse. You're beating it to death. Jeff Foxworthy is fucking a dead horse and just punching it. So is, yeah, I think we both are. Here's your sign! Here's your sign! His punchline is literally get it done, and there is no setup to the joke. It's just get her done, and idiots laugh. Give him all my money! Yeah, I mean, he says a a somewhat humorous thing because he's like a jackass, and he goes, get her done. Yeah. Meh. I like the other two guys from that blue collared Me too. Tour. Bill Engvall and uh, Ron White. White, yeah. I like them. Well, Ada wasn't into that. She was royal. Yeah. And in 1833, she went to a science soiree, which is a very fancy party. Oh. Fancy. Uh, hosted by one Charles Babbage. So she's 18, uh, and he's 42. Um... And Babbage only invited people of a certain standard. So you have to be considered interesting or a good thinker. Okay. This is a soiree. 
all right? Mm, these are high-end uh, thinkers. Not just any jackass can come into my home. Intellectuals. Exactly. People who... Intersexuals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People whose minds are expanded the way my pants are. <laughs> and my butthole will soon be, hopefully. Mm? Yes. This way, please. Mm. To my butthole. <laughs> right this way. We have crumpets in my butthole. <laughs> Get them. Get them out for me. That's why they're all in there. All of them. <laughs> If you're hungry, you have to work. Poor Ada's like, I used to just get them from the pantry and all this. This is what a soiree is. Don't you want to go to the court? All right. Court's also up there, too. Get get the whole, get your wrist, the whole thing in there. (laughs) (laughs) So so she comes to this. So this soiree. Soiree. Charles Babbage is a, uh, he's kind of, he's an all around uh, genius, really. Uh, He's, um, he wouldn't I get those notes. Um So he is the uh Lucasian professor at Cambridge, which is like high level math guy. So Newton and Hawking were both Lucasian professors. Oh cool. And he's also like an engineer and uh quite an outside of the box thinker. He's really just an all-around genius, and he this soiree has actually hosted to present his prototype for what he calls the difference engine. Why is it called that? It's uh, it's different. It's the different kind of engine. It's different than what you know. Yeah, it it's just a machine that fists him. I was gonna say this doesn't <laughs> seem like for how smart he is. What a lame name. <laughs> It's, what is it really? Is this the first computing program? Or no, computing, uh, it's an automatic calculator, essentially. What is that? What is automatic as opposed to manual? Yeah. Well, what? it's a hand crank, but... What? Yeah, so essentially the difference, the difference engine is this big metal... Does it run on coal? Uh, it's steam powered. No, it's not. It's crank powered. Sorry, yeah, yeah they yeah, crank yeah. it. That's weird. So it's a bunch of cogs and metal pieces linked together with numbers on them, and you can put in your calculations and run it, and it j- it's a calculator. It That's just weird. This is weird to think about. Well, and the the prototype he has is like a seventh the size of what he planned to build. He wanted this huge goddamn thing because the idea is. <clears throat> People have, what are they called, math tables? Yeah. And math tables are for, like, navigation and chemistry and shit where you have these long-form equations and stuff you're trying to figure out. Like, when you're, for navigation, you're trying to figure out the position of all the stars and all wherever everything is so you can figure out where the fuck you are sure. at night. And so these math tables were hard to calculate because we were doing it by hand. So we wanted to build this engine that could like do it for you. Clank, 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 clank. So clank, I have clank, so many clank, questions. Clank, 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 clank. Yes. Well, first of all, how long did it take if you were to put in something like like oh, what's five hundred times a hundred? And you start cranking away. How long it, would that take? It was pretty quick, at least according to what I saw. I mean, it has. Oh. Let's see. It goes up to thirty-one decimals, or would have once it was finally built. And then the other question I have is um. How does it work? I don't understand. Uh, you punch in the numbers somewhere. 
and then you crank it, and then yeah. what's going on behind the scenes, and it's, how many numbers? It's super complicated. You can look at a diagram on Google, but essentially, you have a bunch of cogs, like mm-hmm. steel poles. Mm-hmm. They have numbers, mm-hmm. and there are slats, and it's essentially like a computer in that, you know how like a computer has, what is the, the, the microchip is a yes, no? Yeah, zero, one, yeah, thing. off, on, yeah. Yeah, so he's got the whole thing set up, so when it's doing a calculation, it spins, and it hits a latch, and it answers a yes, no question for, does this yeah. hit this? It's a lot of engineering shit that I was like, Weird. I believe you. Okay, yeah. But it spins, like the, the cogs spin, they hit the latch, thanks for shit, click, clack, click, and it and here's your answer. Calculates for you. Weird. And so it the idea he had was to get rid of human error. And Ada being a curious and precocious type was like, Fuck <laughs> Something my pants are wet suddenly. Yeah. Or, or my dress. This is smart. Yeah. And uh one of these, uh, Babbage, he sucks with money and he sucks with, with the government. He borrowed a bunch of money to build this prototype, and then he borrowed a bunch more money to build the actual thing, and it got fucked off, and he didn't build it. Why? Because he lost all the money. <laughs> and uh, one of them was finally built in the 90s for a museum in England, so if you want to see a demonstration of it online, it's actually pretty cool. So someone like just took his basically his diagrams and mm-hmm. recreated it. His design. They have the whole thing actually built. That's so crazy. You can do. You can hand crank a fucking equation. I want to. Is the machine? Can, is it visible to see all the stuff? Or did the nineteen nineties yeah. version have it where it's like window you know, clear? <laughs> oh, you can see it anyway. Oh, good. The way it's built is pretty transparent. Okay. It's fucking neat, honestly. Yeah. And uh, it's fun, like how he came up with the idea where it was just like, well, we have these tables, we do these equations, and we always have errors because humans have errors. And he's an engineer, so he's like, how can I build a machine that is always going to be right? Unfortunately, that doesn't always work. Yes, they still fuck up. But that's still cool. And they're taking over. No, it's fine. Is it? Probably. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Either well, something really cool is going to happen or something really bad. Oh, well. It is going to be extreme. Yeah. Whatever happens with AI. Yeah, either I'm going to have robotic legs and can kick down walls if I want to, or, you know, we all get enslaved and die. Whatever. It really is whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit what happens? It's kind of like with everything else. I mean. Kind of out of control of life anyway. At least this one might have some cool, you know, repercussions. It's all meaningless chaos. But at least robots are cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always autoerotic asphyxiation. Also, if I have cool robotic limbs, when your grays show up, guess who's going to fucking win? <laughs> My laser beam eyes or... You think they don't have something to thwart that? <laughs> <laughs> they can reflect laser beam eyes? You're making me I'll be able to jump at least one-eighth of a mile. Yeah, you'd be kind of super. Yeah. Be a little, be sort of super. The important thing about the greys is mm. they're metaphysical anyway, trickster gods. So your machinery is a joke to them. I know how tricks work. That's true. I've seen you do some pretty good card tricks. If you card trick the aliens, their brains might blow up. All right. They go, ah! How do they do that? It's gone! No, 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 no. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. 
No, you'll figure then, it out. Little heads blow up. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, she is so fucking psyched um, because just the potential and the engineering sort of coolness of it. Nobody's ever done this before. She's like, fuck, dude. And she's really good at math. Um, there is a, probably a apocryphal paraphrase from Charles Babbage's wife saying that other than Ada, the other guests eyed this device like savages looking through a glass. Uh, but Mrs. Byron, referring to Ada, right. understood its workings and saw the great beauty. So I think the idea is somebody was observing this, but the timeline I could see, I'm pretty sure Babbage's wife is dead now. But I saw a bunch of other sources that said it was his wife implying this. I don't know. Weird. But the idea there his is that... dead wife was checking it out. Yeah, why not? Okay. She's around. Yeah. Maybe he summoned her the way uh, Steve Kerr summoned Zaza Pachulia. And she came in. She was like, yeah, that little chick gets it. The rest of you idiots don't know what's going on. Bye to the afterlife forever. And then someone was like, yeah, I don't see that. I'm writing that down. That was weird. So that way they can say it on people time. I didn't get an exact quote. I'm just going to write a paraphrase down <laughs> and just put ghost next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in the ether. Yeah. Um, well, some complex computational machines had existed before, but not up to now. The technology was so much lost. Like the, uh, what's that thing called? The Antikythera machine that they found on a Greek boat. Yeah. In like 200 B.C.? Yeah, I only vaguely remember this. It's like a weird fucking, it's got a bunch of wheels and cogs and shit, yeah. and they're like, I'm pretty sure it was a navigational device, but... But they don't know what it was exactly, right? No. Because they can't figure it, out... It's broken, it's all yeah. rusted, but they're like, this was something neat at one point. Maybe missing pieces. Yeah. And uh, so this technology to make cool mechanical machines existed, but not up to now, really, not so much. Yeah. Nobody's really fucking with this. But they become friends, Babbage and Ada, where they are sort of like a mentor-mentee situation. Is he giving it to her? Yeah, you're doing quote marks. Um, Is he giving it to her? There's speculation that that happened. Oh, okay. Not for surezies. Not for surezies. No. Well, only for surezies one person that she... Calculate this! Oh, oh, oh! He's like, that's really actually easy. This is just basic counting. One, two, three... Yeah. You've given it to me six times, and then you stopped. <laughs> Are you already done? Hold hmm. on, slow down. I need to be writing this down. For I need to be... Okay, seven, eight, nine, ten, and we're done. <laughs> so, well, you're done, I guess, I should say. <laughs> should we go work on your machine? I guess that's all we can really do now, huh? <laughs> you were just working my machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... What do I got here? So interestingly, we, we mentioned Alan Turing. Alan Turing is thought of as the father of modern computers. Com- yeah. Computational philosophy or whatever. Computers. He is famous for cracking the, uh, the Nazi code. Right. The Enigma. Enigma code. Yeah. Right. For the, yeah. In the, in, in, in the World War II's. <laughs> yeah, Babbage is actually interestingly sort of the father of this com- computational machinery at the, back then. Mm-hmm. Um, th- he actually cracked a cipher during the Crimean War. What weird? So, I don't know, maybe it's another re-, re rebirth situation here. I don't know. It's weird how these patterns come up. Yeah. Well, it's also weird that like I wouldn't think those things were necessarily correlated, just happenstance. But 
Yeah. One guy cracks code, does something computer-wise. One guy cracks a code, does something. We should crack a code and then see if we invent a new computer. Sweet, let's do it. I think, do we have to have a war? Sounds like that's also part of it, so. Oh, that's oh. coming any day now. We got tons of wars going on. Yeah. Let's pick one. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Like and war, war on the, uh, war on the poor. War on gun owners. The, war on drugs. The real persecuted people. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. War on drugs, man. Uh, I don't think that, I don't think uh, that. Anyways. Doesn't work. Yeah. Well, uh, science is actually having quite a good heyday around this time. <clears throat> Michael Faraday is around. He's actually a friend of both of theirs. Faraday is uh, responsible for, you know, inventing the Faraday cage, which is, uh, it's real. It's just like a an anti-electromagnetic device. It's, I don't know what it's used for other than... When you when you see crazy poop, people put tinfoil on their head. Yeah, they're trying to create a Faraday cage. Oh, because they believe that electromagnetism is sending messages into their brain. I'm glad that that's what he made because the second you said Faraday, I thought like it's got to be something fun. Like it's Faraday. It's Faraday. It's a day at the fair. Corn dogs. Yeah. Oh, we're putting tinfoil around us. Perfect. So Michael, this is weird. <laughs> It smells like carnies in here. This is weird and fun. They smell like cabbage. Yeah. Well, <laughs> small hands. Small hands. <laughs> Michael Faraday is actually one of the fathers of electromagnetism and modern chemistry, but yeah, he, he also invented fairs. He, nice. likes, he likes hay bale mazes. <laughs> and hail bale rides. Hail bale rides. Uh, <laughs> chocolate covered things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, carny rat, carnies. Games that are rigged to make you lose. Yeah, embarrassingly. Mm. Dick Faraday. And Charles Darwin is currently in the middle of his voyage on the HMS Beagle. What? And his papers are going around. People are reading them. Yeah. You know, Isn't he, he's still working on it, too? Yeah, he's still working on it when yeah. he's on the Beagle. But yeah. science is like, oh, shit, there's things happening. Everything's awesome. Yeah. And like, I think we're figuring some stuff out. And we're finally at a point where you don't get hung for it. I know, right? Or persecuted by, you know. Where, yeah, like, poor old Galilee um, just having to say, no, we're totally the center of the universe. Uh, even though I know otherwise. Thanks. Yet it moves. Yet it moves. My pants. Well, Ada uh, convinces her mother to let her hang out with Babbage. Her mom is just always cautious about everything. And it's sort of like, no, you can't have friends or whatever. And she actually tells her mom that, um, I fear I need to get more into math or I might fall into the vortex of creativity. Brilliant. Yeah, she can manipulate people. Oh, and her mom sounds like she may not be. She's an idiot. Yeah. Well, there is speculation that Ada had a, a romantic fling with her tutor. Uh, his <laughs> real name is William Tudor. What? I mean, I don't know what other career choice he could have. <laughs> That's awesome, isn't it? Well, I mean, he could have also played the flute and been a tutor. That's a true. Trumpet. Could have tooted. He could also just farted and been just that guy. Shit for a living. And <laughs> just been that guy in the street that's just. Yeah. Oh, my name's Tudor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys like it? Yeah. Hey, pay me for this. So she has a possibly an affair with this guy. Yep. And um, well, he I guess his name could have been William Fucks an eighteen year old. But he was also... Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like I told her, I'll put it in your tutor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't, and she's like, I don't know if he's mispronouncing no, Tudor or if he's... 
calling time like, on my ass. Either way, I'm mathematically into it. <laughs> got to find out what happens. All right. Got to crank the numbers. Sometimes you got to just say yes when you don't know. Sometimes you just got to crank the numbers. Yeah. No means maybe in math. Oh, boy. I'm doing the math. I think it's dark. I'm doing the math. Well, uh, you know, there's imaginary numbers and divisions and shit. It's hard to say what's going on in there. Sure. You know, what was she wearing? Mm -hmm. It's a part of the calculation. Uh, It's a part of the equation. I hate this so bad. All right. The story goes that they were going to elope, because I guess they were super into the the tootin', but her mom freaked out and broke that up and was like, no, you're too young. I don't like William. So that didn't happen. Bummer. Well, the next thing that happened in 1834 is that Babbage again, he's over the difference engine. He's got a bigger, cooler idea. What is it? It's a machine called the analytical engine. What does that do? It analyzes something. Yeah, it analyzes things. Oh. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, everybody's into it. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> Ada brings uh, Charles. Where are they from again? What, to- what country to- is this in? Tootser. They're in England. So for the next, you know, 100 years, England is stuck on the... Uh, They're stuck. Anal. <laughs> They're like, this is the greatest thing ever. We don't yep. need... Hand-cranked anal. All day we're cranking the anal. <laughs> hey, crank mine. Crank mine. It's slowing down. Hey, crank me. Crank me. <laughs> well, the analytical engine is actually the most complex machine yet made ever, as far as anybody can tell. What? How? Why? <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say for made. It, it doesn't get made. Babbage is an idiot. But <laughs> what? it's a concept. Oh, well, I can do that, too. I just say, like, mine's more <laughs> complex. It does all... Mine... Actually, it's a robot that comes in and feeds me. It bathes me. It has really complex kind of computing as well because then it turns into a helicopter and it flies up into the air. It can go to the sun, and because of it, it's actually not because it's resistant to the heat. It's just the programming actually stops the heat from hurting it, and then it comes back down and finishes my grilled cheese sandwich. So mine's actually more complex. Okay, I'm sorry. What is his really? Well, it would be, but... Babbage wrote down all the schematics for how to build the thing. Oh. What is it, though? Well, and it was built in the 2000s, so his shit works. But it's a computer. That does what? It's the difference engine plus more complexity. So the difference engine... I know what this is. ...had 31 variables. Mm -hmm. So you can only calculate up to 31 variables. Sure. The difference engine was supposed to have hundreds or thousands of variables... In which, I mean, his idea was really, I think he was just going crazy, like, well, the other one could solve equations. What if we solve all the equations <laughs> all the time? Yeah. And really, I don't think he totally understood what he had on his hands. I think he was just getting bigger. He's like, well, now it's not crank powered. It's it's a steam engine. We're going to have one room that's like 15 feet high and six feet across. It's the CPU. He didn't call it that. He called it the mill. But the mill is where all the numbers are crunched. Mm-hmm. And then he has a separate room that he called the storage bank, which is a memory or a RAM, where he has thousands of variables that is the memory. Yeah. And this thing was supposed to be like a train car sized. And it's essentially a supercomputer. Yeah. Because the way a computer works is like I was saying, it's just switches. Right. And it just runs numbers. So and we don't really see that because they're electronic now. Yeah. He's made a computer that is mechanical. Right, it's right, just right. running numbers. I don't think that he... He didn't conceptualize that beyond that it just does equations, and he was psyched about that. Right. 
Well, once he shows this idea to Ada, she creams her goddamn pants. Uh, as one should. As one should. Because I think she she understood the potential of what we're fucking talking about here. Because before she was like, yeah, you got a calculator. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, neat. Fun. It's that, rad. That's nat- Yeah, that's a good time. I'm mm-hmm. going to go. I'm going to go now. I'm a teenager. I have to go to the mall. But. The Orange the, Julius. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Do not smoke. How does inflammable mean flammable? <laughs> Is that my old Pegasus? Oh my God. <laughs> this is not safe. Well, um, the, the analytical engine, she was far more, she was like, so all these variables are going to be able to calculate things that we can't really conceive of. And he's like, yeah, probably that's cool. She's like, okay. So what happens next is because it's not built, they sort of just spend several years writing letters to each other about it, where Babbage is like, well, I want to change this type of material for this, and I want to have this many variables. That's way better than what I thought when he first started saying, I was like, wouldn't it be, isn't it going to be so great when we finally get this built? Oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome when we build it. Dude, wouldn't it be rad? When we build this letter, it's going to be so cool. We're totally going to do it, though, But they're actually like trying to... Find a way of what materials are used and how big. And And the potentials of it. Okay. And he keeps sending her, like, drawings for how to build the thing. Is it supposed to just be with numbers? That's what? Is it only numbers or is it supposed to be other stuff, too? Well, at this point, it's only numbers. Okay. For him. And she, well, I I couldn't find if it was him or her or if it was just hypothetical, but there is this gigantic loom in Jacquard, France called the Jacquard Loom, and it automates patterns into fabric. Hmm. So a loom is just a big machine that put, like weaves for you, weaves the fabric to so this kinda like, make like a dress or a, a rug. Like a embroidering or not quite kinda. that complex? Yeah, they can embroider with a loom. Oh, okay. But the Jacquard Loom... The Jacquard loom was innovative because it, it's actually powered by your foot where you just, like, pump the thing. Oh, yeah. But the way that it makes the patterns, because a hand loom, you move the thread or the needles to what you want it to be. Yeah. Like, the design. Sure. The Jacquard loom was, there was a punch card that told the needles where to go. Weird. Okay. So, you feed the punch card in the pattern. The needles just read the pattern. And you pump it with your foot, and it just makes a carpet. That's cool. Or a rug with like a weird design in it. Yeah. And when they were talking about the analytical engine, they're like, "Well, how do we how do we feed it? Because it's so big. How do we get it to know what we're talking about?" And there's speculation that it was him, and there's speculation that it was her. They're like, "Card loom. They use punch cards. We'll feed a punch card into the, into the machine, and it will read what's on the punch card and run those numbers for us, so that it will." do these calculations. That's cool. So I'm um, taking it with the loom that the punch card, was it just that the needles were able to get through where the holes are and not where they're not? So that's how it knew which... No. So the punch card goes into a separate area that feeds like where the needles come down is fed from like a like a pulley system. Yeah. And the pulley system goes through the hole or it hits the, the card and doesn't go through the hole. Yeah. So the needle stays up. Right, right. So if it goes through the hole, the needle feeds that and goes through the hole. Okay. So it's pretty simple, but awesome. But cool, yeah. Yeah, it's that innovative sort of Smart, thing. Smart, really. 
And that's what they want to do with the analytical engine is give it these punch cards and okay. have it run essentially what we call now programs where right. it does its own thing. Well, this is what I think of like 1920s programming is yeah. punch cards. and Exactly. Right. So I did also want to mention the Luddites hate this machine. Why? Which one? The Loom or <clears throat> Yeah, the Jacquard Loom. Oh, why do they hate it? So the Luddites are a group of people who are religious extremists who are terrified of, of technology and science. Yeah. And Lord Byron is associated with them. Oh. And they actually, there's a whole history with the Luddites, but they fucking hate the Jacquard Loom. And I just find it funny that Ada is super inspired by this thing, and her dad hates it. He's one of those anti-technology people. Right. Yeah. That's fucking weird. He's an idiot. Sounds kind of like an extreme. I mean, he's long dead by now, but yeah, yeah. There's uh, still people like that. I don't know why this makes me think of the movie yeah. Wanted. Was the movie Wanted? The movie Wanted with uh, Angelina Jolie, where they <clears throat> have some sort of sewing thing. I don't think I've seen that. What? What? Is that they... where they curve bullets? Yeah. That's so dumb. So they have a uh, spoiler. Uh, they have like these machines that sew out shit. Hmm. Sew and... out shit. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. That's strange. <laughs> no, they sew out like uh, just fabric, and it has patterns, and oh. you count the patterns because of how the thread goes. It goes down, across, down, across, over, yeah. over. But they say that there's imperfections, so sometimes you get two down or you get two across sure. instead of it weaving correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, they read those as if it's like yes, no, or, or maybe it's Morse code or whatever the fuck they say it is. Sure, and those. Provide apparently always a, a person's name somehow, and that's who they go kill because that's what God wants. Oh, so this is like, like a spy network thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. remember it's that movie. Fucking weird. I just dude. remember the curved bullets, and I was like, "This is dumb." Yeah, you can't curve a. It makes no fucking sense. You whip your arm really hard. <laughs> no, bro, you gotta whip it like this, and then you hear. Why that? What is that? Uh, cause it's um. Uh, they're doing like a. Oh okay. What's that called? The movie where they they skip from scene to scene and the... montage. Montage. We're curving the bullets. Montage. Killing people. Okay. What a what a great, amazing cultural. I'm gonna go, autoerotically asphyxiate myself. Want any help? I guess it's not really auto at that point, is it? That's... It's not auto if I get help. Wait, did, has anyone ever do that? It's by... It's by erotic asphyxiation, yeah. which is just sex. <laughs> no, I'm, it's two people with, helping choke with a you. Rope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We could do a try. See if there's three of us trying. Triangle, try. Yeah. Uh, try erotic. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, she, uh, she farted. She tutored. Trying to figure out through my notes here. Uh, apparently, to paraphrase her mother, it's, she said that Ada wanted to compensate for her father's misguided genius. Um, if he's transported anything into Ada of his genius, she will use it to bring out great truths and principles. Oh. That's, I guess, a nice thing to say. So I think she's like... While slapping her father in the face, her dead husband. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I, I like it. I don't get her, Mom. Neurotic and weird. But Ada is trying to find that balance. Genius, like creativity and math. 
cool genius i think you kind of have to always be creative even in math you, you really do like there's no way to be just strictly it's not, not it's not just running numbers it, yeah. you gotta figure some shit out i mean at least that's what she's doing well in 1835 she weds one william king uh after three months of courtship he's not a king it's just a name bummer yeah it's like people you know now named miller they don't own a mill yeah i always thought i always wished that would be cool Except for I don't got anything then. No. Dr. Yanitor? That doesn't even make sense. Yanitor. Your family might have some rich history in the hospitals of the country. Mm-hmm. They're doctors and they're janitors. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rich history there. Yeah. <coughs> the doctors married the janitors. And... Yeah. It's really gorgeous. Mm-hmm. My father's Satan. So... <laughs> That's rich. What are you going to do? That's a rich history. Yeah. It's all fake. What? He, he lied about the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. Family secret. Big family secret, dude. He's totally into all the God stuff. Oh. It's Jesus who's the bad guy. Never trust the whites. So, <laughs> um, well, she's 19 at this point. William is 30. And there's not a ton about their relationship to know. Apparently, he's very nice and fine or whatever. And uh, three years after their marriage, he becomes the Earl of Lovelace. Lovelace is a... He takes her last name? No, her last name is still Byron. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Up until now, she was Ada Byron and then Ada King. And he was king. So Lovelace must be a location. Yeah. Ah. So like Earl of Sandwich. Mm. Uh, William took over his... I'm hungry right now. I am actually pretty hungry myself. Yeah, I'm starving. Fuck. Okay. So he becomes Earl Lovelace, so she becomes Ada Lovelace. Uh, they have three kids. Uh, she she names her son Byron, and then she names her daughter Annabella, which is kind of awkward. That's her parents' names. Hmm. And then her third child is Andrew Ralph Gordon. But that's just... Is there any reason? Like, just... I, no. I think William named them. Probably. Yeah. But I did find one source that indicated that she nicknamed uh, William Cock. That's fun. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. Bill Cock. Hey, Bill Cock. <laughs> Give me my fucking tea. I named the first two kids. You know who's in charge. Yeah. Who's smarter? So who's William King? Like, is he just like some guy that she met? Yeah. I mean, he's just a, a royalty guy. I mean, he's an earl now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. one of those guys she met at court. Is he smart? He's, yeah, he wrote a few... I don't know if I'd say scientific papers, but he wrote some like anthropological shit that's of no merit. Hmm. Seems like a nice guy. Right. The problem with these English royalty is that they're they're often just rich and they do whatever the fuck they want anyway. Well, I guess if I'm rich, I, I could go study some insect or whatever and be like, do, I'm doing stuff. Do whatever you want to do. Cool. Yeah. Well, she apparently loves being married and just being a rich lady. She actually spends the next. Seven or eight years, running her household. She learned to play the harp. She hung out with Charles Dickens. She rode horses. What? She hung out with Charles Dickens? Yeah, they were actually personal friends. You were just going to breeze right through that? What the fuck? I don't know. She met a lot of famous people. Um, Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. Yeah. They they were personal friends. That's cool. Um, Was Charles giving her the Dickens? Probably. With a name like that, Chuck Dickens? Let me chuck my Dickens. Come on. And then she's like, that works about half the time. Half, just saying that to ladies, half the time they, I get a yes. Half the time. 
Let me chuck it in. Can you blame Chucking me? Chucking my dickens. And they're always like, <laughs> I can't blame you for trying. All right, I'll bend you over You rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Go write another thing. Ah, cheeky bastard. We know Tale of Two Cities is tale. Ah, of two wieners? Of two... I'm, st- I'm stretching way too hard here. Ugh, that's, that's what it says. That's what, <laughs> that's what it's, says. it's a tale of two pulling it too hard. <laughs> it's the original manuscript. It's very disturbing. Yeah, his editor was like, "You should probably change it to something else, and maybe the whole entire story to something else." Like, Chuck, don't give a fuck. Change it whatever you want. <laughs> that's how he talked. Oh, well, that's cool. So she knew a lot of famous people. Yes. And uh, did the famous rich lady stuff. Um, traveling. Playing crochet, I imagine. Clutched her pearls whenever she heard someone say something <laughs> slightly... My. Yeah, just a little off-putting. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, in 1837, she got cholera. No, she got the cholera! I got the cholera! Which is no fun for anyone. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Was that just going around or around? I think, yeah, she just... Yeah. What time frame is this, again? 1837. All right, so... Huh. You know... Wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds regular. Mm. I don't... You know, what are you going to do? I'm so glad we live in, you know... Right? Our time frame. Jesus. Vaccinate your fucking kids. Vaccinate your kids. Use some soap. Wash your goddamn hands. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. I got a bidet now. That's right. See, everyone in Europe's like, okay. But here yeah. in America, everyone's like... Oh, what? Uh, so are you a homosexual? <laughs> that's what I get. Yeah, that's what they're going to ask in America. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, oh my God. Hey, I'm aggressively American, but I want one. Dude. It's just, wash. you're washing your ass. It's like 30 bucks. You should Go wash your ass. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I hate pooping other places because most places, a matter of fact, Every place I've ever pooped does not have a bidet. I've never seen one anywhere except your house. And oh my God, it is anywhere. far better. Yeah, go ahead. Think about it. <coughs> it's you way better. Put poop on your arm. Now, would you like to uh, use toilet paper to wipe that off your arm? As you smush it into your arm as you wipe it off? Into your arm hairs? Or would you like some water to help out, huh? Well, and think of the 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 angles of the asshole. Mm-hmm. Many, many... You know, mountains and ravines. <laughs> you got traverse. valleys and <laughs> and trees, <laughs> bushes. So, would you rather run some water through there, or are you just gonna wipe it? <laughs> gonna, just gonna some do. paper. <laughs> and I, it is far faster, cleaner, better. Get a bidet. So, if you don't have a bidet, your ass is fucking dirty as hell. People time. Get a bidet. We stamp it. That's our. That's our uh sponsor for today i hope there's one guy in europe being like, all bidets wait a second they don't have bidets over there no sick i mean we take showers but you know yeah this means everything else is covered in shit <laughs> well uh so uh you're good ada just kind of i don't know she faffs around for a lot just being a rich lady she meets a, a lady named medora lee who uh, finds out is her half-sister with Lord Byron. <laughs> because he was getting around? Yes. And, uh, yeah, he, she's just like, he, my dad is such a dick, or was, anyway, because he was fucking his half-sister. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but she does eventually decide to get back into math and asks Babbage, who's still a friend, for a tutor. And uh, to, uh, Babbage sets up Augustus de Morgan to be her personal tutor, which is nuts because I know you and I don't know this because we're regular people, but Augustus de Morgan is like, he's a major figure in 19th century algebra and mathematical logic. He is? He's like, so he's... He's like one of the main guys for really? math in, in this period, and uh, Babbage just knows him. It's like, go, go show my friend some stuff. What? That's kind of cool. This is weird. So he's he's big time mathematician. Yeah. I've never heard of him. Yeah, me neither. I mean, fucked with that. Well, we got we got an American education. It's it's not so great. It's very thin. We don't even wash our asses. <laughs> well, not what well, I do now. You do. <laughs> I'm still dirty as fuck. I smell like feet. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> well, she uh, picks Wash up... Wash your ass! Please! <laughs> Billy! Well, she picks up where she left off and just starts... I mean, she's very smart, so just starts kicking ass. That's uh, cool. He starts off with physics and gets her through all that and calculus and all this shit. And he is actually alarmed. Alarmed! That a woman wants to learn this much about math. He thought she was just a curious... Oh, no, my tits. What? <laughs> I want to be able to count my titties. Oh. I want to be able to count my titties bounce. Well, and she's rich already and stuff, so that's pretty cool. She's like, no, further the education. Let's do this shit. Well, he actually writes a letter to her husband, William, saying that he fears that a woman is trying to push the current boundaries of mathematics. <laughs> no joke. Really? Yeah, because I think she's just such a curious mind. He'll show her something, and she can take it the next step and be like, well, what if we try this? And he's like, that's tomorrow's Whoa. lessons. Woman, you woman. <laughs> and, uh, of course, William, in kind, beats her senseless. Uh, nah, just kidding. Oh, I was like, you know, back in those days, who knows? But well, you're not supposed to know about this. I haven't taught you yet. Ugh. Numbers? <laughs> Whack. Yeah. Ah, my titties! <laughs> I'm counting them! Well, he... No, William is actually nice. He actually writes uh, De Morgan back, and he's like, okay. That... Nice. Her being in a math is not a problem. Yeah, why Why are you writing to tell me about this? Water is also wet, that's... Did you just tattle on her? What the fuck is this? Yeah. And you tell her on it for what? And um, her mom still doesn't want her to be doing anything else other than raising children at this point. I guess she's mad that Ada is learning about math after being young, where she's like, well, you don't need it now. That makes zero sense. So she yeah, shoves it down her throat. Her a bitch. Yeah. And then when she starts kind of getting known for it or getting like, you know, working with all these famous people, she's like, oh, disgusting. Why aren't you just laying down doing nothing for hours like I taught you? Eating biscuits. You're yeah. a terrible mother. Yeah. You're a terrible mother. And she wrote her a very famous letter that just says, leave me the fuck alone. That's awesome. No, she doesn't. She does cool. tell her mother um, in a letter, this is a, a direct quote. She says, I believe I possess a singular combination of qualities exactly fitted to make me preeminently a discoverer of the hidden realities of nature. And her mom was like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Little bitch. Fuck you. You came out of my vagina? <laughs> I'll put you back. <laughs> um, which uh, a lot of people are like, wow, Ada's super full of herself. Um, oh, that's cool. Which for me, yeah, it's like, is it ego or is it Taking like, a stance, insight? But man. it's both. 
Yeah, she's like, leave me the fuck alone. I gotta go figure some shit out. Yeah, her I'm mom's s- being a bitch. I'm smart. Um, well, she uh, is described around this time as having some uh, digestive problems. No. Cholera! Could be the, the cholera! <laughs> and uh, she's prescribed uh, an opiate, which is laudanum. Awesome. And booze. Brandy. Wow. But You're not supposed to mix those? Fuck no. The, do- <laughs> the doctor said it was to, uh, her laudanum was to be instructed to be taken with uh, wine or brandy. That's... Because that's... Uh, huh. That's, that's, what, that's what you do. It's not safe. For gut pain. Did they do that all the time? Which sounds fucking awesome now. Wow. Yeah, apparently that was like a regular thing. Huh. She reports uh, n- excessive napping and hallucinations. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get my hands on some laudanum and brandy. <laughs> yeah, call it la brandy. Yeah. La, la brandy. Brandalinum. I'm trying to find a cool name for it. Mm-hmm. That's eh, fine. I'll just call it a Lovelace. Just Ooh, trip. that's now that's cool. It just trip balls. This is where we do the love. Hey, you want some Lovelace, bro? Bro, I got some Lovelace for you. Hey, 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 hey! Don't tell your parents. Eat this and drink this. Go. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And that's where you just flip on Netflix and things get weird, and you're like, oh, I can't tell what show I even started on. Where I am I? It. Or a YouTube spiral. When, yeah. When you're fucked up. Yeah, they always go bad though. Well, yeah. even when you're sober, you always end up with like. How do I get on to this? Like, yeah, this guy's just beating the shit out of this other guy. Like it always a, ends up in fights. Or a number station. You're like, oh, the Russians. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I always land on uh, Bigfoot. Sober or fucked up. That's just me. <laughs> this is where I land. That's just who I am. This is who I am. <laughs> it's the in the middle part that's weird where I don't remember how I got there. Yeah. Like, Fuck, I shouldn't have taken all that laudanum. Yeah. Shouldn't have done a love lace tonight. Should have booty bumped my love lace. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so this is the the big get now. And whether or not her drug use uh, facilitated this or not, eh, eh, jury's out. Okay. But, but it's 1842. She's 27. And Babbage gives a uh, lecture about his analytical engine. Sure. In Italy. Wow. And a French writer named Luigi Menabria. Men- Menabria. Yes. Luigi? Yeah. Uh, Mario's brother. Right. Um, listened to the lecture. Did his thing. Uh, he was a writer, so he wrote a paper about it in French. It was like, that's what Babbage thinks. Sure. Published it in some science magazines. Uh, Ada reads it. And says, this is just like an engineering detail of the thing. It's only like, I think it was only like nine or so pages long. Um, actually, no, it was, like, it was like 20 pages long. But she's like, no, no, you guys don't understand what this fucking thing is about. She felt that it was being misrepresented and not, its full potential was not even being talked about. Yeah. So she quotes, like a devil possessed for nine months took the French paper by Luigi and translated it into English. And took then, her nine months? Well, she added all of her thoughts oh, to it. Oh, okay. So she added a bunch of appendices and uh, note sections. Yeah. And it ends up being over three times as long as the original, where it's just like a whole explanation of like, well, this is what you don't understand about this part, and you're missing the potential on this part. Right. Lots of speculation. 
And really, I think Babbage had really only speculated about the general like mathematics and engineering aspects of the thing. She went fucking buck wild and was like, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe a sex robot is what she was. <laughs> I don't know, something to talk dirty to her maybe. Um, but she goes crazy putting this thing together. And um, it's funny, like while she's working on it, her and Babbage are writing letters to each other like daily. And they read kind of like emails where they're just like, hey, I'm working on this thing. Let me know by four or whatever. And they had, because they lived a mile apart, they had servants hand walk them That's back and fucking forth. funny, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> just fucking go to his house. Oh, my God. And uh, her husband, William, sounds like a really cool guy. Because in one of the letters I found, she told Babbage that she's re- or William is rewriting everything she's written so far. Because she prefers to write in pencil, but it needs to be permanent. So William is re-going over it with pen for her. Just because she won't do it in pen? Yeah. (laughs) What? So, I mean, that's a husband who's like, baby, it's got to be permanent. She's like, yeah. It's like, well, let me put it in pen. You do it. All right. All right. I love you. Hey, this is important to you. I'll do it for you. That's cool. Can we... You want to bump it or... Okay. I'm busy. I'm busy. Okay. All right. You're busy now. Yes, I am. Oh, God. Never should have never gotten married. <laughs> My cousin lives in the Amazon. <laughs> fucking, fucking Tanzanian ladies and shit. What? What? Not insane. Oh, I'm penning it, penning it in. There you go. I'm talking about being, talking about the pen. I don't think you are. You don't fucking know. <laughs> fucking woman, shit. I can hear you mumbling. <laughs> What's up? What's Speak good? up if you have something to say. I love you. Love you. God damn. <laughs> Yeah. I'm lucky I'm a fucking Lord of Lovely. <laughs> bitch, tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, I know math. I mean, I know math. So I can't use a pen. What? Hmm? Huh? No. No, babe. Let's go. Let's go. Bitch. <laughs> what? Huh? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Not> fuck! He <laughs> has to run away. Well, uh, <clears throat> what is famous from this paper is note. He has to run away. Oh, shit. Well, what's famous from this uh, paper is, well, most famous is Note G, which is... The G string. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the appendix G, Mm -hmm. because she had A through... Something. F. Past G. Everything's before G. A through F. Um, There's a famous quote from it where she says, uh, assuming... The steam from the engine complex elicits base arousals of physical stimuli upon any local persons, equating cultural mores. Uh, how would the interaction of the two complete an inquiry to the spot of G upon both occupants? <laughs> when did you? <laughs> when did you? When did you change? Wait, that's not what it says. It's in my notes. Yeah, you wrote it in your notes. <laughs> you wrote that. Come on, it's Note G. <laughs> I gotta make a stupid joke. I liked it. Well, actually, Note G is a bunch of shit uh, that's pretty cool. So what she wants to do is show the potential of the machine, and she's going to demonstrate how the machine could create what is called Bernoulli numbers to show the complex possibilities. So Bernoulli numbers, if you are a math person, you already know about this. 
So it's kind of like a like a pretty basic idea for them. Not a not a math person here. So what I, is it? I'd never fucking heard of it, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> nice. But I'll tell you what I think I got. Yeah. So I do know it's calculating the sum of consecutive integer powers. And it's sort of like a formula that predicts the power of any number working backwards. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So essentially, mm -hmm. um, people at this time... Well, maybe a little bit earlier than this time, because Bernoulli numbers were clear to smart people. A guy named Bernoulli was fucking with uh, integers and powers, you know, like to the nth power or whatever. Right, cubed and squared and so on. Yeah. They were trying to find a way to predict with one equation what uh, a number's power would be. Like, if you're like, I have 3,000 something something, what would the power need to be? Uh, if if the original integer was three, so you work so, backwards. So it's almost like trying to find x, but x is at the beginning. Yeah, so it's like working backwards to find the power of an integer to get to the original number. And apparently, the equation he created works. I can't fucking understand it. But what she was like, can I make the analytical engine run this equation and get the Bernoulli numbers, like calculate Bernoulli numbers for us? And she thought about the jacquard loom and how it is punch card based and was like, all right, what does the punch card need to show to feed to the machine, to get the gears going, the steam's running, I'm super hot, this feels really great, what does everything need to be to make this analytical engine uh, run a Bernoulli number equation? Right. And everybody, and then this is published in... Uh, you know, in Note G. Right. And so this is sort of what makes the universe crack open. And AI is coming. We're all dead. But what she did was she proved, like, we can make a mechanical thing calculate for us. Right. <clears throat> so she essentially ran or created what would become a program, like the first program. That's crazy. Now, what she also did was speculated on its potentials. Um, she talked about how currently what it runs is numbers, but we could have it represent letters or symbols yeah. or whatever and create far more complex programs with that. And, and then uh, you have Google. you got fucking Google. And then you can go Microsoft. Google what is a Bernoulli, what is it called again? What is a Bernoulli number? What is a Bernoulli number? If you want to check it out, it's a B E R N. And O U L L I. The cool thing is you can Google what this machine is, and yeah. based off of its rudimentary concept. Oh no! Yeah, you're using yeah. It's kind of if you look up analytical engine or Charles Babbage analytical engine, you can find shit about the Bernoulli numbers. Well, at least because yeah, that's where it leads. Is where Ada's like, we could do this shit. It's a fucking let's program it. Well, more so. The point <coughs> I was making is that by you going into Google to go look this up. Whoa. You're using the method that is at to find it, but in the basic format. You know what I mean? Meta. Yeah. Meta. Yeah, exactly. I don't like I it. I couldn't word it well. I'm a Luddite. I don't like it. I Lud it. Just yeah. just take a love lace and you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll love anything after a love lace. <laughs> a nice, stiff love lace. You just want to crush up an oxy. <laughs> Put it in a cup of brandy. Just swirl it around. Take a shot. 
Just lay down. Don't actually do that. I don't want anyone dying. Oh, I think it was just going to do it because we said so. But I'm blasting through the astral fields. Because I'm a rocket man. Rocket man burning out of his own... <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, you need a friend to help you wake up. Ain't no place to raise your kids. I forgot my Netflix password. <clears throat> what day is it? You don't have it set up, so it's automatically... What weird. day is it? Now my phone's dead. <laughs> I got my passwords on there. That's what Lovelaces do to you. This doesn't sound sexy? Yeah. Yeah. You also can't uh, find your password because your wife left. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're doing too many Lovelaces. All day, every day, blasting <laughs> through space and sleeping on the living room floor. Even though the bed is in the bedroom. Yeah, but she doesn't want you in there. Yeah. Because you're fighting space ghosts and crying. Yeah. When you're blasting off. Space ghosts. <laughs> ghost to coast. It's the fucking greatest show I ever. I fucking love it. Well, in uh, 1843, she gets this uh, this bunch of bullshit published in the science journal Taylor's Scientific Memoirs. And this is where she does speculate about using symbols um, and repeat instructions, which is what we call looping now. Yeah. Which is very, very important. Um, she has a quote saying, the analytical engine has no pretensions whatever to originate anything. It can only do whatever we know how to order it to perform, but it has no power of anticipating any analytical relations or truths. No AI. Exactly. That is attributed to her saying... It can't gain. It can't gain its own intelligence, right? Um, which is fun because Alan Turing actually talks about that specifically later. Um, she it's speculated that she at this point because she knew the machine had such potential and she knew everything was numbers. She started seeing the world as numbers and was like, "We could do anything." Yeah, she kind of went fucking bananas. There's a theory based off of this, like Matrix shit. Yeah, yeah. And she's like the first person to have that thought. We've all had it since Google, but we're like, yeah. But she was like, "Fuck, I don't know if you know what you did here, Chuck." She's like, "What if we're already in a program that's running, and we're just going through it, and we're doing all the things?" I took, I, <clears throat> I took a red Lovelace, <laughs> and then I saw a black guy in a trench coat. Huh! Now I don't. I question everything. What if? What if? Babbage is like, you gotta go. This is weird. You gotta get out of here. You think that's air you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> I know karate. Show me. <laughs> Such a. I like the movie. That's a good movie. Well, the first one. No, nah, you don't need to see the other two. No. Fucking ridiculous. But the first one's awesome. Especially the third one. I have no fucking idea what's going on. Right? The guy with the keys. I don't know. What the fuck is that? There's some ghost guys, the two ghost brother guys. I don't even fucking understand. Whatever, Wachowski. Sisters. (laughs) They're they're both women now. I'm not being a jerk. Are they really? Yeah, they're both trans. I did not know that. Yeah, it's pretty recent, I think. Wow. But uh, I just heard one of them is revamping the series. Matrix? Yeah. I think they're doing like an HBO thing or maybe a movie. That sounds like a bad idea. No, it's never going to go well. Anyways. Anyways, <clears throat> Ada is like, fuck, it's all a hologram. Just kidding. She didn't think that. But she was starting to think in that capacity where she was like, these devices can do stuff that we aren't, we haven't thought about yet. Yeah. This is banana pants. 
So she um, also quoted as saying, supposing that the fundamental tensions of pitched sounds in the science of harmony and of musical composition were susceptible of such expression and adaptations, the machine might compose elaborate scientific pieces of music of any degree or complexity or extent. Which makes sense because music is math and you can just... Just numb, yeah. Yeah. So she invented techno. Thank you for that. The cheat has landed. The cheat has landed. The system is down. So she also envisioned uh, the machine working high algebra to solve equations that would take a person years and uh, possibly introduce new concepts not yet considered. Um, so, yeah, people are kind of freaking out, like, when they read the paper, a lot of people were like, you're out of your goddamn mind. And, uh, I don't know. She started fucking with more of this outside arbit- or, uh, abstract thinking. There's a quote from her later where it says, it does not appear to me that cerebral, cerebral matter need to be more unmanageable to mathematicians than sidereal and planetary matters and movements if they would but inspect it from the right point of view. So she's like the even she's the, super smart just how she the talks. The brain is a computer. She yeah. she realizes, and which is something we all think about now. But she's making those comparisons in 1840. That's cool. I don't know what to yeah. think about that. The I've problem never... was is it ran what what it took to ran to run the machine. Yeah. One point twenty one gigawatts. How do you how do you maintain that kind of power? I need a bolt of lightning or plutonium. You need plutonium, yeah. But you got to get it from Serbian. Uh... So did he ever make any of these? No. So these are all just basically thought experiments. Yeah. One. When... Babbage is an idiot. Yeah. In fact, um, she writes him and says, look, if the machine's ever built, give me the opportunity to oversee like some of the day-to-day stuff so you can focus on building and man- maintaining it. Because she's like, I'm fucking psyched now. And she's also like, I don't trust that you'll be able to get the thing running because you fucked up last time. It's a bummer she didn't just do it herself. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't... So he borrowed a bunch of money from the government to get the difference engine going. And he built his prototype and then fucked off the rest. So the government was not giving him any more money, especially what he was asking for this monstrosity. Right. And he fucked up some uh, investments, and she wasn't, like, rich. I mean, they're wealthy, but... Yeah. Um, Babbage has a quote in his response to her paper saying, the, entrench- the enchantress of number, who has thrown her magical spell around the most abstract of sciences and has grasped it with a force which few masculine intellects, in our own country at least, could have exerted over it. Who said this? Babbage. That's cool. So he's like, yeah, so, she understands yeah, uh, better than, than men would, yeah, which is something. Um, <clears throat> she sort of writes him this long letter being like, I think that uh, what you've got on your hands is fucking awesome. I respect it. I'm all behind it. And uh, Babbage says, he actually wrote back that he refused all conditions for her to be involved. Why? Nobody knows. Um, He's like, she's the only one who gets it, and she can't be a part of it. Uh, ego, or or he wants the credit. I don't yeah. know. But he says the no. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this without you, Babbage. You son of a. You fucked up. She's more ambitious and more intelligent than you. I think yeah. she could have pulled the shit off. 
I mean, he did call her the great uh, interpreter of of the machine, uh, and they kind of stay friends. Like, but I think he's like, "No, it's my toy. It's my goddamn toy." Or after he reads her paper, and he's like, "I had no idea it could have this much potential. God damn it, she's right. Oh fuck, if I build this, oh, she's no. gonna get all the credit. Uh, no, you can't be a part of it. Yeah, they're gonna call it an Ada machine. Yeah, instead of a a chuck bag, which yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what he wants to call it." Um, I, yeah, I do think he might've felt some embarrassment for not thinking it out that way. And he was like, dude, I was just going to use the count boobs. I don't, yeah. I hadn't thought about all this shit. One boob, two boob, three boob, four. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, yes. you can make techno music with this? I didn't think of that. Shit. Okay, now have it say boobs. 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 And he's just jerking off aggressively. Like, he's like, this is the love, greatest. Love this machine. I can almost see them. And she's like, talking about, oh, it's like our brains. And I'm like, eh. Oh, you're too much for me, lady. Just numbers, bitch. Everything's tits. Um, well, in his letters to her, he actually sounds really impressed, but I don't know. He, I just, I don't know if he wants to be in charge of the whole project or maybe he's worried that it won't get built and he doesn't want her name attached to it. I don't know. All right. Maybe he's maybe he's a nice guy, and he's like, I don't want you wrapped up in this black hole of politics. But uh, whatever. Yeah. It's never going to happen. The uh, prime minister at the time, Robert Peel, said that the machine would be completely worthless. So he didn't read his paper, I assume. Dick off. Yeah. <clears throat> Doesn't happen. Um, well, she starts thinking more in her uh, weird, uh, outside of the abstract thinking, where she has a quote several years later, saying, it does not appear to me that cerebral matter... Oh, I already said this. Yeah, I already said this. Where she's talking about the body and the mind as a computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she keeps fucking with that even more. Where she actually calls it a... uh, She wants to create a calculus of the nervous system. That's what she starts working on. What does that even mean? I don't know. Which... That could be cool. (laughs) Calculus of the... So, like, where calculus is, like, knowing where, uh, how physical reality is going to react, right? We measure all that shit out. Maybe she wants to measure out exactly what your body would do in any response to anything. That's weird. Which you could, like, math out all of, all of medical science. I was about to say, she's like, my stomach hurts, I've been on these pills, maybe if I'm like, okay, if you have all these symptoms, what's the answer to... Yeah, if I can map out... All the physics of my body, we should be able to just fix the thing like an engine. Which is like, uh, what do you call that um, online when you go to... Uh... Oh, transhumanism? No, I was going to say, like, if you have a medical problem, you go Google it, and it always tells you you have cancer. What's that website? Oh, fuck. WebMD. WebMD. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about WebMD. <laughs> she's like, I've got this hurts, it hurts here, and then yeah. she puts it all into the machine, the machine's like, you've got cancer. And she's like, damn it! <laughs> I love how you said that, like, that you got mail. You've got cancer. <laughs> damn oh, it. this is the worst. Again? I always have cancer. I had the cholera, and now, god damn it. Well, uh, in the 1850s, uh, I don't know why, but she becomes a degenerate gambler. Oh. Yep. People Her say- and Tesla, man. Right. I don't know what geniuses love that shit. And sandwich? It could be because they think they can outsmart the system, maybe. Yeah. But uh, 
yeah, some people are like, maybe it's the drugs or like that that Byron risk it genes that she has. Did it say what she played? Horse racing. Oh, so she liked to, to she liked to bet on the ponies. The ponies. Mm. She was actually at a somewhat uh, famous place called the uh, Epson Down Rackhorse Surrey. I think it's in Surrey, so it's the Epson Down hmm. Rackhorse. Uh, English listeners might know what the fuck any of those words mean. Yeah. But I guess it's a somewhat famous horse racing uh, venue. We don't do horse racing in America so much. I mean, some of it. Yeah. I think it's a bigger tradition over there. In Europe. Um, some people say that she started to do it to raise money for the analytical engine. I don't know. Maybe she just liked betting on ponies. I think she just liked betting. And there's also some speculation that the way she thinks, she probably thought that she had a mathematical scheme. Did it work? Did she ever make any money? Hell no. She lost it all? Went broke. Yeah. Uh, gambling doesn't work, kids. That's how, that's how that goes. Does it work? Every time I go to Vegas, man, I, uh, I gotta tell myself, you can only pull out this much money and you're gonna lose it all. You're gonna spend. But you're gonna have so much fun. $200 in about four hours. <sighs> yeah. I mean, if you enjoy sitting at the table doing the thing. It's fun. It's a hobby. It's a pastime. It used to be a lot funner when I smoked and drank. <laughs> See, that's my thing. Yeah, you guys gamble. I just go around the casino looking for entertainment, smoking and drinking. Yeah. I have a good time. I don't smoke anymore. I vape. Well, you vape. And Which I don't it's going to kill you. really drink. Ugh. All, maybe I just feel like smoking and drinking <laughs> just sitting. That's what I do. That was great. Sometimes I'll play the uh, slots. The I just, sluts? Yeah, I play the sluts. They're cheap as hell. Nice. Like, hey, let me let me use your slots. You sluts? So does she go broke really quick, or is it something that happens like over time? It's over a little bit of time, but yeah, she uh, she starts you know trading some of the family jewels and possessions and things Yikes. for money, and ends up here's the deed to my house. More or less, I think um, she. Um, What's her husband think about this, by the way? Oh, not psyched. I don't. I don't believe William is happy. He's like, but uh, I don't think Ada's the kind of person you can tell what to do. Yeah, he's like, don't. She's like, fuck off. He's like, okay. I can't believe that. What was that? Hmm? What's up? <clears throat> yeah, baby, go. Spell Did you ink all those letters I fucking put in pencil? I'm working on it. Oh my god. Do not spend all of our money. Do you know what math is? Even do you even know what it is? Yeah, go back to inking it. Little Byron still needs to pay for his tuition. Well, are you saying... Oh, did you do the math to figure that out? I'm going to go do more math. Stupid bitch. It's my fucking castle. I'm the Earl. I'm the Earl. What? That's what I fucking thought. I'm just going to get to inking. <laughs> she math. She mathed her way into me. Um... Yeah, she ends up uh, owing the uh, course several thousand pounds. Bummer. Uh, which I think translates to many, many millions now, or or at least hundreds of thousands at yeah. least. Um, Yikes. And it's thought that she also, you know, as a gambler, you borrow money from maybe some unsavory people. Yeah. And may have owed money from some criminal types. So she goes broke. <clears throat> Bummer. Um... One of the last things that I could find about her, if you are interested, is she is portrayed in two what is called Doragotypes. What are Doragotypes? Very, very early pictures. 
um, more or less burned onto like a copper-ish oh, thing. Right, right. Um, they're kind of neat just because they're really super old. Yeah. Um, and they are her. I mean, it's a picture technically, but, you know, the quality is pretty low. Yeah. And a lot of times they get painted over anyway. It's like a megabyte or less. Yeah. It's a teeny little thing. It's not a megabyte. It's derogotype byte. We understand. We know words. We understand computers yeah. and, 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 and photography history. You're welcome. Well, in 1852, she is 36, uh, falls very ill. No. And... Cholera? Cancer? Uh, Worse. It's cancer. Is it really? Yeah, they don't know, but it's it's either... WebMD was correct this time? Sometimes it is. Oh, don't. I, it's right. Sometimes. If it's giving it out every single time, one don't, of the... Don't Google that shit, guys. So yeah. does she really have cancer? Yeah. They, they don't know if it's uh, uterine, ovarian, or cervical, or some mixture of that. Oh, shit. Was that her stomach issues that she was... It was. Uh, yeah. So, and they think that uh, the excessive opiate and alcohol abuse did not help that. Probably not, no. And uh, pain or of cancer of this sort back then without adequate uh, anesthetizements is very slow and very painful. Bummer. So there's a lot of reports of her last years being... Agony? Very, very terrible. Um, in one of her derogatypes, she's actually in the middle of, of this, and she's so headstrong that... Because you have to sit still for a very long time for the, the device to work, because it's an old camera. Oh, it's a good thing her mom taught her to uh, lay down for Bam. hours. Self-control. So she was able to stand there, even though, yeah, there's a quote from William saying she was in dramatic amounts of pain um charles dickens does read to her on her deathbed that's Aww. how close of friends they are yeah, they were, yeah really and close damn she loves his writings so that was very nice and uh yeah she dies at the age of 36 which is ironically the same age as her dad lord byron weird yeah he died in uh in, in like i said the greek civil war and she probably much to her mom's Anger insisted on being buried in the tomb next to Lord Byron in the Church of Mary Magdalene, which is like their family tomb. Right. And Did her mom do it? Yeah. She she uh she was like, Okay, I'll I will honor that. Okay. So uh that's what happened. Um the the last bit I had was to kinda talk about where we know about her now because she was kind of forgotten, her and Charles Babbage. Because oh. the machine wasn't built. And uh, all this was just speculation anyway. Right. Um, during World War II, when the scientists were using the thinking machines to crack codes, specifically Turing, right, who's the father of theoretical computer science and artificial intelligence, and I think he's also the father of chemical castration. Oh. Um, who may... <laughs> oh, bummer. Who may Why? be her reincarnation. Um, I actually checked the acacia field. I think he is her reincarnation. But... He understood her very well, and in one of his very famous papers wrote uh, about the Ada problem, is what he called her, the Ada argument, where he was talking about the potentials of artificial intelligence, and he's like, this is one of the only other few minds that I'm aware of that can uh, argue this point, yeah. and she's against artificial intelligence. Let me tell you why I believe it's a thing. He was for it. He does. He, he is. Because um, you have the Turing test, yep. which I guess read was was just recently, I guess they say, did get passed. 
It did recently? Yeah, there was a program that replicated like a 15-year-old Ukrainian kid. And I think the requirements for the test are like 10 questions in under a certain amount of time that people can't tell whether or not it's a program. Yeah. And I guess it, it uh, everybody who's on thought the panel human. thought it was a person. Is it, so have you ever read um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this makes me think of that shit. Because they had the test. Terrifying. They had to go. Terrifying. Ask all the questions. Fun book. Recommend it. Oh, yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's also now known uh, as Blade Runner because... Yep. You, know, you see it on the movie screens. Franchise. Or, yeah. Yeah, but if you're into... Uh, what's his name? Uh, who, the writer, Dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I forgot his name. Yeah. Let me pull up real quick. Be messed up if we... Yeah. It is Dick yeah. something. Oh, Blade Runner's probably faster. Philip K. Dick. Yes. Philip K. Dick. Uh, if you're into that, it's fantastic. Yeah. He does some dark shit. Um, well, there's a bunch of stuff named after her. Like, uh, in 1953, the, the U.S. Defense Department computer language is named Ada. Oh. In her honor. That's cool. Now that her influence was sort of brought back up and popularized by Turing. Um, the second Tuesday of October is Leda Lovelace Day. Really? That's cool. I didn't know that. If you're into that, it's to recognize women in math and science. Um, she's in a bunch of shit of, you know, plays and TV shows. There's actually kind of a really cool uh, comic that it's called The Thrilling Adventures of Lovelace and Babbage by Sidney Padua. And it follows her, you know, Ada and Babbage, and they run through time and space, and it's fun. That's badass. It's kind of neat. Um other than that, I mean, uh, let's see. She she has a quote saying, uh, "The brain or that that brain of mine is somehow more than merely mortal, as time will show." She's talking about herself. Bam. Yeah, that's cool. I think she's yeah she's speculating about her influence and you know. Isn't it weird that some people can say stuff like that? And I'm like, what an arrogant bastard. And then other people can do it. I'm like, what a badass. You're like, God, they understood that they're kick ass. Yeah. Um. Ahead of their time. Well, uh, a difference engine was built in 1991. A analytical engine has not been built. There's prototypes. Mm. But the thing is just too monstrous. Well, and at this point, why do it um, physically when I yeah. feel like you can kind of do it now how well, we have now? That's why they built the difference engine was for a museum to be like, this is the whole thing. Look how this is how early mechanical computers work. And it's worked. a crank kind? Yeah. I want to go crank it. Yeah, we got to go to England. I already want to do that. I got no problems with that. I know I talk shit, but I want some beer and fish. It just seems like it'd be a cool place to visit. Honestly, if Countryside we... Countryside or London, I, wherever. Yeah, I just want to go to London, man. Because I've heard it's just like pub, 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 pub. There you go. Oh, I'll get wasted in their streets. And you know what? I don't have to be afraid of anyone because they don't have guns. I don't have to fear shit. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I, I also... I don't get beat up, but that's fine. I think Europe in general, I think, I don't know... We walk around anywhere in the United States. We're like, that building's 100 years old. Good God, that's old. 100 years old. You go to Europe and you walk around and you're like, sweet Jesus, these buildings are fucking 500 years old. No fucking shit, man. They got long. They are sitting on land that the Romans and the Gauls are hey, fucking around. They can go do Catholic, Catholic churches or whatever and they're going to be fucking old as shit. We don't even know what's going on over here at that time. I mean, you know, right. natives, but what yeah. the, I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. Not cool stuff, because I don't know about it. Bunch of Indians. 
We actually have some people time that we need to do for uh, Native Americans. Yeah, we do. We've discussed this before. I want to do quite a few. Um, this is completely unrelated and maybe obnoxious to some people, but I wanted to know if she was related in any way to uh, Linda Lovelace. Okay. Uh, Linda Lovelace is the, the porn star from Deep Throat. Sure. And? Nah. Didn't think so. No relation at all. Matter of fact, is Linda Lovelace a porn name or is it her actual name? Porn name. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, her manager just pulled Lovelace out of his ass. But. Literally? Yeah. He just. What is What's this? in there? <laughs> Lovelace. Lovelace. What the hell is this? What's your name now? Well, uh, there is a computer processing system developed by Bell Labs named Linda as a cheeky response to the Ada language program. Ah. That's the only relation I can find. Funny. I don't know if it's funny or not. I don't know. It seems kind of cruel, but okay. Strange. Hmm. Strange is my only reaction. Well, that's that's a very brilliant uh, young woman. That's awesome. Who lived a little bit of an off life, but it sounded overall pleasant. Yeah. And quite curious. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many uh, real trials you can have when you're royal other than physical. Wow. Cancer. Psychological and physical. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cancer is a... It gets you all. It gets everybody, no matter. Your dad's an idiot. Well, yeah, cancer will get us all. Yeah. That's the Gray's plan. Yeah. Keep your heads down. People time. People time. People time. People time. time. It's the people time, bitch! Motherfucker! Wicka wicka. That's good. Yeah, you're looking very urban. That's nice. People time is fucking edgy as hell, dude. Tell all your fucking edgy friends. The ones who you're like, oh, I don't know what his like, home life is like. That's weird. I'm going to show them this podcast. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're just... <laughs> just... Huh. Hey, thanks again for listening to one of our podcasts. Be sure to catch our next one that's coming out. Thank you. People time. People time. Hey, click on the next one and subscribe, bitch. Boobs, 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 boobs